Welcome back to Clarity Combos for Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Aislinn, and today I am so incredibly excited to give you guys a full debrief of my very first half marathon experience. And I'm so excited to go into this particular episode talking about my half marathon experience because I know that there's going to be a lot of lessons that you can take away from my experience that you're going to be able to apply to your own life and your own business. So if you're not a runner and you're not a half marathoner, that's totally fine. That's really kind of not what this episode is actually about. This episode is really going to be some of the mindset things that I had to go through in order to run a half marathon. I'm also going to be talking about some of the lessons I learned and really this concept of before and after and a nexus point of change. But before we get into today's episode, I want to let you guys know that Success Accelerator program is now enrolling. This is a six or a 12 month group program. You get to pick how long you were in there, whether it's six months or 12 months. And a few details about this program. So when you join SAP, you're going to have an onboarding one-on-one call with me that you can schedule at your leisure where we're going to create a success roadmap for you. You're also going to have access to the community Slack Monday through Friday for for support between our bi-weekly calls. Every other week, we have a group coaching call where you're going to receive customized support that comes in, and you're also going to be hearing the other women in the program, the questions that they have about their business. And these questions might be questions you've literally never thought of before, and it's really going to expand your idea of what is possible within your own business. Not only are you going to get access to all of those things, you're of course going to get access to the SAP framework and access to my Clarity Academy membership, masterclass class portal as well. So if you're interested in joining SAP, you can go to the link in the show notes and check out the sales page and see if it is a good fit for you. You're more than welcome to get my DMs and ask some questions if you'd like to, or you can just sign up on your own. Now that that is all covered, I want to get into today's episode. So let's talk about it. I ran a half marathon. I ran a half marathon. I'm still kind of getting over the fact that I ran a half marathon. Uh, This past weekend, I was in Disney for the Disney Dine and Wine Half Marathon. I don't remember the exact words for it, but it's the the Epcot Food and Wine Festival Half Marathon. And it was so cool. Truly, it was amazing. We were there a couple days before the race itself. So we were able to go to Disney a couple days before the race. We were also able to see some friends who live in Florida and also just kind of like prepare ourselves for this race. But what is just mind boggling to me, and I still can't believe I did this, is that I had COVID the week before this race. The week before this race, I came down with COVID. I was so sick for a couple of days. I really did not feel well. I quarantined my house and just hung out and tried to recuperate. And I remember when I got sick, I was literally thinking to myself, I have spent the past eight months preparing for this race and this is happening to me. And I had to get really, really solid with the fact that I may not have been able to run that race. So what I did in that moment when I was sick and I wasn't sure if I was going to run the race is I had to let all of the different parts of me speak up that were saying different things. So this is actually something they teach in um, internal family affairs or internal family services. I don't know. It's a therapy modality, but it's essentially being able to put your identity at a round table and there are different pieces of your identity and those different pieces are going to have different things to say. So what I did was after I got you know upset about the fact that I may not be able to run the race, I sat down with each of those parts of me and I let them speak up because there was a piece of me that was so up 
upset that I was sick and that I may not be able to run the race. And then there was a piece of me that was actually really relieved that I might not actually run the race because running is really hard. And then there was just other pieces of me that were like, but what if this looks poor upon us? Like, what if this looks bad on me that I can't run this race? Because I've been telling people on social media and I've been telling people in my life that I'm going to do this. And so I let each of those pieces speak up and I gave each of them their space and each of them their platform. And then I came up with a couple of different scenarios that I thought were possible that I would be okay with. I was going to be okay if I didn't get to run the race. I was going to be okay if I ran the race, but I walked most of it. I was going to be okay if I stopped at mile five. I set myself up for success by looking at the different scenarios where I could say, this is okay with me. Because in that moment, I got to choose which scenario I actually was walking through instead of it being kind of up to fate to tell me what I was going to do. So if you're ever in that situation where you have something really big coming up for you and like you have a really big event or something you're really excited about and life just starts to do life and it just starts to happen, I want you to do this for yourself. I want you to let the different pieces of you speak up and then I want you to come up with scenarios that you are okay with, that you can get neutral about because that's truly where we get to take back our power in that moment and we get to say like, no, no. I am going to be okay with this and I'm going to be okay on the other side of this. So a couple days before the race, I started feeling much better. And once I actually got to Florida, I felt so much better than I did um, before we got there. And so I, I rested a lot. I drank a lot of fluids. I make sure I was eating a lot of like crackers and soup and all the things. So we got to Florida and I was so lucky because I got to see some of my very close friends and I let them know, of course, that I had been sick and we made sure that we were doing all the things to make sure it was all good to go. And it was so beautiful being able to see these people in person because one of them was my very best friend and I had missed her so much seeing her in person. So it was really lovely getting to have lunch with her. And then one of the other women that I got to meet was actually someone that I know in a spiritual um, community that I'm a part of and being able to see her in person and talk about mindset and talk about EFT and talk about some of the other like modalities that we, we both practice. It was so beautiful to be able to have that conversation with her and just get to know her better. I loved that so, so much. So a couple of days before the race, we had some family in town and we did a Disney day with them. And I'm going to tell this story in the best way that I can while also being respectful to the people who were involved. But I had a very hard time a couple days before the race because the way that we did that day, it was not setting me up for success for the race on Sunday. And I had a lot of mindset blocks around this and I had a lot of triggers come up around this. And I actually sat down the night before the race. <laughs> we were sitting in my hotel room with my husband and, you know, it's the night before the race. You have to wake up at three in the morning the next morning. And I literally could not stop crying the night before the race because we had, you know, walked a ton over the past couple of days. And we had said that we weren't going to do that. We had said that we were going to, you know, set ourselves up for success. But because we were in a group dynamic, that wasn't possible for us. And I remember crying the night before the race and just being like, I can't do this. 
my, my legs hurt so bad and I have to run 13 miles tomorrow. And I don't even have any proof that I can run 13 miles tomorrow. And here I am crying the night before the race because I don't know if I can do it. And I don't know about you, but there have been so many moments in my life where I have sat and I've cried, maybe not in a hotel room, but I've sat and I've cried and I've said, I don't know that I can do this. There is proof around me right now that I can't do this. There is proof around me right now that I might not get through this, that I might not be okay. And in those moments, we really get to both feel our feelings, let those pieces of ourselves speak up, but also we get to decide in that moment who we're going to be. I did the race the next day, and yeah, my legs were pretty sore and I was still pretty upset, but I did it. I did it scared. I did it anxious. I did it frustrated, but I still did it. So I want you to think about this, that there might be times in your life where you're like, I don't know that I can do this. And that truly gets to be this moment where you get to ask yourself, who do I want to be? I get to hold fear and anxiety and frustration and still go after the things that I want in my life. You can too. You absolutely can too. So this was such a huge, huge trip for me because I feel like there's this very distinct uh, like marker line essentially of who I was before this race and who I was after. So I want to go into that just a little bit because When I signed up for this race back in March, before this, I had run three 5K races back in 2019. But since 2019, I had not run any races. I, you know, occasionally will run for fun, but it wasn't something that I'm like, I would not designate myself as a runner. That's not like part of my identity. I really don't identify as a runner, or at least I didn't before I started training for this. So I, back in March, had heard that the Disney Half Marathon was happening in November, and I thought, oh, this would be really cool. This would be really, really neat. I want to see if I can do it. And so I, if you guys remember this, earlier this year, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Getting the Disney Half Marathon tickets were harder than getting Taylor Swift tickets. I'll tell you that. It was a lot of work, to be honest. But when I signed up for the Half Marathon, I had never run more than five miles in a row at that time, like never, ever, ever, ever. And so I basically had no proof whatsoever that I was going to be able to run a half marathon. So when I signed up for this, I was putting all of my faith and all of my belief into a future version of myself that she would do the work and that she would have done, well, I guess would have done the work and that she would be able to run a half marathon. And I think this right here gets to be a really great lesson for you. What you're doing right now, the faith and the like lack of proof that you have right now that you can do whatever that big dream is in your business that you have, you are setting yourself up for your future success. You might not be able to do it right now, but six months from now, if you want to be able to do it, you're going to have to start now. So back in March, we signed up for the race. And then over the course of the next, I don't know, six months, eight months, you guys do the math, whatever it is, (laughs) over the next however many months it was, 
I ran maybe once a month. There was definitely some time there where I was only running like once every two months or so. Like I really wasn't running very much. The most I ever ran was seven miles and that's it. Every once in a while I would do five miles, but most of the time I was doing three miles and that's it. So it was really interesting as we got closer to the race because my husband, who is definitely identifies more as a runner, he was like out there like running 10 miles and like, you know, testing his time and testing his pace and all these different things. And I'm out here just like diddling along being like, oh, maybe I can do seven miles. We'll see. I guess. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> so it was so interesting because who I was before the race, I was not sure that I could run a half marathon you only know that you are able to do something as you're doing it. So as I was running the half marathon, it was probably mile seven or eight. I don't know. It might've been nine at this point. I was running the half marathon and I remember thinking like in the moment, oh my God, I'm doing this. I'm going to finish this. I'm actually doing this. And I think this is like such a, a great point when we think about our, Um, our business and we think about like what we want to create, you don't know that you're going to be able to do something until you're doing it. You're not going to know that you can handle 10K clients or a $200,000 a year business or adding on a coaching program. You're not going to know you can do those things until you are actually starting to do those things. You're not going to be able to know that you can pivot your messaging in your business or pivot your niche completely in your business until you are doing it. So you have to start doing it. You have to start these changes now. You have to start taking action now, not once you feel like you're ready. If I waited until I was ready to start my coaching business, I would never have started it. If I waited until I was ready to charge more than $10,000 for my wedding photography, I never would have charged that. If I waited until I was ready to run a half marathon, I never would have run a half marathon. So I want you to like really think about this, that like there is this moment of bravery and this moment of belief in yourself before you ever have proof that you're actually going to do it. So this concept, this, this like demarker line of before and after the race, who I was before the race and who I was after before the race, there were definitely things that I had like conscious thoughts that I could do them, but I didn't have any proof behind the conscious thought. And after the race, I have this subconscious proof, this evidence that, yeah, I can do hard things. And yeah, I can do things that I don't have proof that I can do right now. I have belief and I have proof now. So where do you have proof that you can do hard things? And can you use that proof for future evidence when you want to go after that price increase or you want to go after that high cash month or you want to go after creating that course or you want to go after scaling your offer suite, whatever it is. That proof gets to be evidence to your brain that yes, you can go after those things. There's this concept in, I guess it's psychology or it might be manifestation. I'm not really sure, but there's this concept around transformation and how like when you're transforming, there's these different parts of transformation and different parts of it, like where you're kind of making the decision that I'm going to transform and then you're in the actual transformation. And when you're in the actual transformation, you're kind of like soup. You were just like mushy soup. (laughs) 
And then after the transformation, you come out as this like really beautiful, like version of yourself, like this really beautiful butterfly that's changed and looks completely different and nobody recognizes you anymore. This entire trip felt like soup. I felt like I was in the soup of transformation and coming out on the other side, a completely different person. And here's why, because pieces of my identity changed. There was a nexus point of before the half marathon and then after the half marathon. You have moments like this in your life that you can point to. You have moments. Maybe it was becoming a parent. Maybe it was becoming a photographer. Maybe it was retiring from your career. Maybe it was, you know, retiring from your nine to five and going full-time as an entrepreneur. You have these nexus points where your identity changed. I want you to think about the fact that your identity can change at any time. Everything can change for you at any time. You just have to make a decision and be willing to make that decision without proof and without evidence, and without knowing every single step between 1 and 42. You have to make that decision without knowing, yeah, it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. Because whether it works out or it doesn't work out, you're going to be okay no matter what. When I think about the identity shift that I had, I now think of myself as a person who ran a half marathon. Not everybody can say they've done that. I didn't think I'd ever be able to say I could do that. But my identity now has that as part of its roster, (laughs) like it's part of its list. I am someone who has grit. I'm not saying I didn't have it before this half marathon, but I can now very, very vividly point to the fact that I have grit and dedication and that I'm willing to do things without the evidence of it instantly showing up in my life. I am someone who has proof to myself that I can do things that are hard and do things that are seemingly impossible to most people in my life, in my business, in my fitness, in my health, whatever it is. And now I get to be someone who is proof to others that they can do those things too. Running this half marathon was one of the hardest things I did ever, period. This entire week was one of the hardest things I ever did, period. There were some boundaries I had to put in place. There were hard conversations I had to have. There were moments where I literally was crying in a hotel room thinking, I can't do this. I cannot do this. But I did it. And I'm using this as proof to myself, whatever I want to go after, whatever dream I have, whatever thing I want to create, I'm one decision away from starting that snowball effect of it all adding up and it happening for me. This half marathon was really cool because we ran through Epcot. We ran through Hollywood Studios. There were people cheering us on. There were people who got up at three o'clock in the morning to cheer us on. There were people who were staff members who were already dressed in their little like flags and their little outfits. And I just think about all of the things that had to happen in order for this day to come together. It's wild to think about how much we can't see behind the scenes in order for that one beautiful moment to come together where I'm a runner in that race, but there are so many people around me who are having their own unique experience 
simultaneously at the same time. And I don't know that I would be someone who would run a half marathon every year. I do think it's something that I would do every couple of years, maybe, or every like, I don't know, maybe every five years or so, I would definitely sign up for one. But it's so interesting to be on the other side of this half marathon because having been sick the week before and then also just having literally no proof that I could actually finish one of these, it's so cool to be on the other side and be like, no, I did that. So if you're listening to this podcast episode and you've gotten to this point where you're listening to me talk about my half marathon, I want you to think about different moments in your life where you didn't have any proof that it was going to work out and then it did. And I want you to list those things out for yourself. And then I also want you to think about what nexus points did you have in your life where there was a before you and there was an after you? What were those transformational moments in your life? What decision did you have to make in that moment where there was a before and an after? And I just want this entire episode to kind of be wrapped up in a beautiful little bow of, I am so proud of myself for doing something I had no proof that I could do. And I am so proud of myself for running a half marathon. And I'm so proud of myself for doing it even when it was really hard. And I'm so proud of myself for the boundaries that I set this week. I am so proud of the conversations I had this week. I am so proud of the things that I have figured out that I'm no longer tolerating and no longer available for. And I am so proud of who I am becoming. And I want you to do the same. If you're listening to this in the car, maybe you are cleaning your house, maybe you're walking your dog, whatever it is, I want you to list out things that you're proud of. And you can even say your name before it and say, Aislinn, I'm so proud of you for stepping up to the challenge of this week. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I want you to list out things that you're proud of. And this is something that I talk to a lot of my Success Accelerator program clients about is making sure that we are building self-trust and making sure that we are building our own kind of... um, not affirmations, but our own kind of validation for ourselves without having to come from other people or coming from an outside source. And one of the ways that we do that is we let ourselves know that we are proud of ourselves. So list it out. Listen, if you can say it out loud, do it, please. Please do that. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. It was such a fun one for me to record and let you guys kind of get a little bit behind the scenes of me doing something that I'm really proud of in my life and in my, um, in my business too, I guess, because there's some things that I decided this week for my business. So thank you guys for watching to, uh, tuning into today's episode. I will see you guys on the next episode. If you're interested in joining SAP, the link is going to be in the show notes and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.